Welcome to the Leaders with Leverage podcast. I'm your host and negotiation expert, Susie Tomanchuk. It's time to be your own advocate and negotiate for what you really want out of your career. Not simply the next role or additional compensation. I want to show you that negotiation happens each and every day so that you opt in and say yes with confidence. Together with other business leaders, you'll learn the essential skills you as a leader need to become that advocate in growing your professional skills to increase confidence, gain respect, and become the future leader you're poised to be. And when you face a high stakes situation, you're ready, no matter how high those stakes are. So let's do this. Let's lead with leverage. Welcome. This is Leaders with Leverage. I'm Susie. I'm Susie Tomanchuk. I don't know what whether I should say. I figure, you know, I'm Susie Tomanchuk. So I just thought I'm just going to say I'm Susie because I am. <laughs> I am really glad you're here. And um, thank you for taking this time for you and for, I, I, I'm just honored that you decided to choose this, this podcast. Uh, one thing I want to talk about uh, that came up for me this week I and I'm going to start with a story from a few years ago. I remember when, probably when I started taking selfies, my youngest daughter, who's now in her 20s, was probably a teenager, and we were taking a selfie together. And she said, she got so frustrated with me, and she's like, "Mom, don't look at yourself. Look at the the little pea size, you know, round thing at the top, the camera." And she said, people don't want, you should be looking at them, not at yourself. And I thought, wow, that was such a profound thing to think about is we tend to focus on ourselves first, even though we're, we're focused, we are, want to be perceived that we're focused on the other person. And it changes our whole view because then the focus doesn't become ourselves. And the, the tie to this is my uh, virtual assistant who is in the Philippines, Shelly. I just adore her. Um, she, I was giving her feedback the other day when we were on the phone and I noticed that she looks over here when she's talking to me. And I told her, I said, is, is, is the video of me over here? And she said, yeah, you're right here. And I said, you know, that's really distracting. I think you're not paying attention to me when I'm talking, because you're looking over here when I'm talking. And so I said, move the video over under your camera. And she goes, but I'm looking at you. I said, yeah, but I don't feel like you are. And it was such a big aha for her. And it wasn't just Shelly. I see this all the time. And I actually can't believe that people don't tell each other that they should look at the camera, especially if you're a leader that you have to have a difficult conversation. You have to have a serious conversation. You want to connect with a new customer. Be sure you're looking at that camera and especially don't look at yourself. I can always tell when people are looking at themselves. You know, one thing that you might want to think about is turn your video off. You can do that so that you are not a square in front of you. And I do that sometimes. I look at myself uh, and I have to remember to look when you turn it off, it's super interesting because you stop focusing on yourself and you start thinking about the other person. We see ourselves way too much these days in this virtual world. So 
in the the spirit of this, how do you show up and connect with people? I wanted to talk about some other things that you should consider. And maybe it, it's a good refresher. Um, it's always good to look at what you're doing and how do you become a better professional in the way you communicate and especially with this virtual world. So that's one of them is, is looking right at the camera. Like right now I'm looking right at the camera. I would assume that you can tell that. I'm just looking at the, there's a little green light and I'm just staring at it. And then it gives, even though I will look down because I have notes down here and I want to make sure I don't forget some things, but I try really hard to go back to that. It's a hard thing to do because you don't get any of that reinforcement and it's hard looking at that versus a person. So I also bring my video or my, my um, I'm going to move this so I can show you. So like I, I can see my window right now, but let's just pretend that I'm somebody that I'm talking to and I'm looking at that square, even there, like my eyes are not so far from there. Another thing that you could do is get back a little further so that people can't see that shift in your eye. Um, and I also have notes like right by my camera sometimes when I need to remember certain words or something, especially when I'm recording, I'll have right there, but I'll always go right back to that camera. That shows that connection. That's the only way in the virtual world we can make people feel that we're seeing them is to look at that. But it's not intuitive because we want to look at their face. So think about eyes on the lens, not the screen. And it helps people feel seen and heard. And when you can turn off your camera, it will it will open up you're thinking to really focusing on the other person. Hey there, love this podcast. I'm taking 10 seconds out of this episode to ask you to leave an honest review. More reviews on the show help us to reach more professionals who are ready to lead with leverage. Now let's continue the conversation. And then really when they're talking, one thing you could do is, is really provide some nonverbals so they know you're there. I can, I, I see people multitasking all the time in a group, but gosh, when I see people doing it, when I'm talking to them one-on-one, it's so annoying. And one way you can really tell people that you're not doing that is to show them that through nonverbals that are applicable, not just like, you know, uh, robot E, but applicable to the conversation. I often also will ha- put a pen in my hand and um, show them that my hands are up here, uh, or I'll I'll fold my arms so they can see that I'm really focused on them. I feel like doing something that they can see that you're not doing something else down here. Also, you probably can hear this right now. People can tell when you're doing something else because they can hear these things. People do it to me when people are paying me and they're multitasking and I'm working with them one-on-one. There was this one woman, it's so funny. When she got done talking, she went to multitasking and she didn't listen to anything I said and I would catch her on it all the time. So I would purposely ask a question and then do complete silence and she would she realized that she was completely busted. But there's nothing worse than not feeling heard. And that connection is really important. 
So think about your nonverbals, that nodding, that smiling. You don't want to overdo it. You don't want to make it so it's it's not you. But what can you do that's in uh, the same who you are and um, really think about that eye contact as well. And then maintain your presence. How can you make sure that you're really in the here and now and um, thinking about what they're saying and so adding to the conversation, uh, oh, that's a great point. And I'd like to offer this or that. That connection piece is so hard to do virtually. And I can't believe that people don't realize that whole idea of looking at the camera, even looking down here. I see people that their cameras are up here really high, or sometimes people don't have their cameras in their uh, actually on their screen. And so it's above them really high. And then they're looking down here and they're taking notes. Um, I think another thing that's, that's helpful is I have a, a client who takes a lot of notes. And so he always tells me, hey, don't forget, I take notes. I listen really intently, um, but I'm always taking notes because I don't want to forget some of the things that we've talked about. So he, again, has a separate uh, um, workspace and he takes his notes over here. I think next time I talk to him, I'm going to tell him to take his notes like right in the same screen because even having that orientation toward this, toward the camera, makes the person feel like you're actually in the conversation. You know, wouldn't it be weird if you were having coffee with somebody or you're at somebody and they were just like faced completely the other way? you don't, even if they're like talking to you, it doesn't feel like you're connecting. So we talk about communication. We talk about framing. We talk about framing the, the conversation and all the power tools that you can use for connection. But sometimes we don't spend a lot of time talking about the barriers between us, the, these virtual worlds this virtual world that we live in and how can we make human connection in the best way possible because we spend so much time behind glass instead of being right in front of people. So take time to really think about that that dot, maybe even put a note up there and say, look here. Making that shift will be really helpful. Try not to multitask. I'll tell you what, people know and it's so disrespectful and it's really uncomfortable to call somebody on it. So you may be thinking you're getting away with it and you're really not. And then think about your nonverbals. How can you really articulate when you're listening that you're really listening and that you're listening and you're hearing, whether it's repeating, whether it's really paying attention and and understanding what kind of nonverbals. You know, if you're with somebody that's very gregarious and uses their hands a lot, if you do that too, that might work. They say mimicking people really help uh, drive that connection. I haven't seen any research if that's true in the virtual world, but when you mimic somebody else, it feels really familiar to them. So try different aspects to make that connection, continue that trust, and, and be thoughtful about how you come across, especially in those really important conversations, whatever they might be, a negotiation, a difficult conversation, an important conversation, a caring one, having empathy, all these things are really important to remember as best practices to make sure that your words match your, um, your actions. It goes back to 
that when my my dad taught me way back. So hope this was helpful to you. I'd love to know what I missed. What best practice do you use? How do you what what's your mindset when you're connecting with somebody virtually um, or in person? But what what are those things that you're doing to make sure that they're seen, they're then they they feel heard? Um love to hear from you. Link with me on LinkedIn and DM me. Let me know what's on your mind. Tell me what you want me to talk about here and and let me know what is your best practice for connection and building trust. This is Leaders with Leverage. I'm Susie. Thank you for being here. I appreciate you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Leaders with Leverage. If you're ready to continue your professional growth, commit to accelerating your career development and say goodbye to that anxious feeling in your stomach anytime you need to advocate for yourself, then get my book, The Art of Everyday Negotiation Without Manipulation. In this book, you'll learn the essential steps to take before entering into any negotiation or conversation, any interaction in your day-to-day. You'll discover what the other party really needs and be clear about what you're going after. You'll bust through your fears and boost your confidence and embrace that negotiation truly happens all around us. Head to the link in the show notes for more, and you can even get a bonus if you buy it today. 